Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. Welcome back. At the end, last time I encouraged you to read through the four Gospels at the beginning of the New Testament so you can personally read, watch, and listen to Jesus Christ. Again, I urge you to study closely his life. What we will now learn from our Lord has application to everyone who is a sinner, and all of us are sinners. Hear me now, all of us have fallen short of the glory of God, no exceptions. Sometimes when Christians talk about sexual sin, we can make it seem that it is a sin in a category all by itself. That someone who lashes out constantly in anger, or who is a vicious gossip, or serial liar, or hypocrite, well, these are sins, yes, but not quite as evil as homosexuality, or being trans, or even a heterosexual adulterer. But reading Jesus, it becomes evident that God treats all sin as heinous in his sight. And Christ's message to all who sin is the same. He states this clearly in Mark's Gospel, chapter 1. I am in Mark 1, and I will read verses 14 and 15. It is remarkable to note these are the first words out of Christ's mouth at the start of his earthly ministry. I say it again, these are the first words Christ speaks as he commences his ministry. It has been a very, very long wait for the Messiah to come. And when he comes, he says this. Mark chapter 1, beginning in verse 14. Now, after John had been taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. John the Baptist has been jailed. Jesus enters Galilee and notice that Jesus preaches. Yes, Jesus was a preacher. And the content of his sermon was the gospel of God. The gospel, this good news of God's. And the Lord says, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The time is fulfilled, meaning the time is now. Christ, the Messiah, has come, and the kingdom of God is at hand, meaning that God's sovereign rule for salvation has now arrived in the person of King Jesus. The King is here to rule his kingdom. And please, whatever you do, do not miss these next words. This is very important. Jesus preaches repent, and believe in the gospel. Let's take a closer look at the word repent and then at the words believe in the gospel. Repent, from the Greek word metanaeo, means to turn to the opposite way. 
So Jesus is calling for people to turn from their sin and to turn from their unbelief to him in belief. More can be said about repentance, but it will be enough for me to say that true repentance affects every part of us. Theologian Eric Sauer, in his 1951 book, The Triumph of the Crucified, gives one of the best definitions of repentance I have ever read. He says repentance is a threefold action. In the understanding, it means knowledge of sin. In the feelings, it means pain and grief. And in the will, it means change of mind. That is a very good definition. When we repent, we acknowledge our sin with our minds. We feel with our emotions the agony our sin has caused ourselves, others, God. And with our will, we purposefully change our minds about sin, and we take drastic action to not sin again. This is what Jesus was telling those listening to him to do. Repent. And then he adds, believe in the gospel. By this, Jesus means turn in faith, believing in him, trusting Christ to deliver you from your sin wholeheartedly embrace the person and work of this man, Jesus. As Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the gospel of God that you are to believe in. This is Jesus' message, and this was his message and this is his message, and this will always be his message until he comes again. And this is his message to every single sinner, like you and me and those we are trying to reach with the gospel. If you listen today as someone who is not yet trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins— then this is his message to you. Repent and believe in the gospel. And friends, this is Christ's message to everyone in the transgender and LGBT QQIA plus community of sinners. Repent. That is, turn away from the sin of transgender in your understanding, acknowledge that you are a sinner. With your feelings, grasp the pain and grief your sin has caused yourself, others, and God. And in your will, change your mind. Stop sinning by fleeing to Jesus and asking him to forgive you. Believe in Jesus Christ. In the words of Jesus to Nicodemus, the unbelieving Pharisee, in John's Gospel, chapter 3, you must be born again. Meaning, you need spiritual rebirth. You need to be made a new creation in Christ, and then you will have the power to fight against and overcome this sin that has so enslaved you and kept you in bondage. Christ will set you free. This is where Jesus begins. This is his starting point. 
The very first words out of his mouth in the gospel according to Mark are, Repent and believe in the gospel. And yet these words are hardly ever spoken today to sinners in need of repentance, to unbelievers. Why are we so hesitant to use the words of our Lord with people we know who need the Lord? Well, someone might honestly reply, because these words are offensive, and we do not want to lose the relationship we have with this person or persons. I understand. But the gospel is always offensive the first time a sinner who loves their sin hears it. The message of Christ is often offensive the 100th and even the 1,000th time a sinner who loves their sin hears it. Again, read Jesus. He was considered offensive, very offensive, but not unloving, not without compassion, not rude. And we can hold to these same tensions. Depending on the Holy Spirit, we can also share the gospel in a loving compassionate way without being rude or disrespectful to the other person. This is what Christ calls us to and models for us how to do. Mark 1 verses 14 and 15. So the first thing I take from the reading of the life of Christ in the Gospels is something that we must apply to sinners, but here specifically to those who are and those who support being transgender, is this. Repent and believe in the gospel. This is our simple yet profound message. And this is the most important message we can share with all who find comfort and a home under the banner of LGBTQQIA+. Repent and believe in the gospel. Second, contrary to what is so often thought about Jesus and said about Jesus, he did not equate receiving sinners with affirmation of their sin. Let me repeat that. Jesus did not equate receiving sinners with affirmation of their sin. One of the ways people who embrace and support the sexual revolution in our world One of the ways they reinterpret Jesus is to say that Christ received people by affirming them for who they were. The implication being, Jesus loves me just the way I am. Have you heard that? Usually what follows is this for us. So if you love me, you will accept me by affirming my chosen gender. You either accept and affirm who I am, or you do not love me. In fact, you are a hateful, intolerant bigot. That is the message we hear, loud and clear, from this community of sinners. What I want to do, and we really do not have time now, so next time we will have to pick this up. What I want to do is show you in the Gospels, again, how Jesus received sinners, but how he transformed them from their sin. Not how he affirmed them in their sin and embraced their sinful lifestyles.
I hope that you will come back for this. A significant aspect to what we are learning from our master teacher, Jesus. Don't just leave us today with what's already been said, but continue along with us for what is yet to be said, for it is all connected together. So please be sure and join us next time, because God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.